In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It's always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. It should be a really exciting Sunday in Northeast Ohio, but hopefully it's not as exciting as I want it to be. But if the Guardians lose one of their games, it's going to be a doubleheader Sunday in Cleveland. And I think the NFL probably... Um, or I think Major League Baseball actually got one thing right, other than waiting till the last second to tell everybody when Friday's game started, because that's another story, and I was not happy about that. But um, what I am saying is that you could have a Guardians game on Sunday, and you could have a Browns Chargers game on Sunday, which would make downtown extremely interesting. At least, at least, at least they scheduled for the baseball game for four fifteen if they need to play that third game. So it should be a really interesting day. Uh, in Northeast Ohio on Sunday. And if, uh, you know, the Browns give you a reason to leave the stadium in the third quarter, you can make first pitch. Yeah, I think this is going to be interesting. Like, I would like to have a drone on East Ninth. And let's see, if, if the Browns are not playing well in the fourth quarter. What? That just totally went over your head. Oh, I missed it. What'd you say? How did I miss it? I said, and if the Browns oh. give you a reason to leave the stadium in the middle of the third quarter, you can still make first pitch. Yeah, it was I, it didn't go over my head. I got it. And I, all of a sudden, I was having you these visions. You just didn't want of, to acknowledge it. Well, I was having visions of uh, uh, um, a former Indians pitcher with a drone on East Ninth flying it over, watching people walk from the stadium to the ballpark. But by the same token, if it's a close game, then you miss the first couple of innings of the playoff game and you get there and. Life is good, so it could be a very, very interesting day in Northeast Ohio on Sunday. I hope that the Guardians can wrap things up on Saturday. But, um, Daryl, let's talk and look ahead to the Chargers here now. And one of the good pieces of news I think that was extremely optimistic on Wednesday is that we saw Miles Miles Bar- uh, Garrett back on the practice field. And I actually, I this is a lot earlier than I thought because I had settled into at least this week being off, if not up to a month. So Miles being back at practice today, that's great news, right? Yeah, I mean, he did everything that he normally does at practice, um, at least when we're allowed to view it, which is the individual, you know, stretching, individual drills, all that kind of thing. Um, and he seemed pretty happy to be back out there as well. Um, so I think there's a good chance you could see Miles Garrett on Sunday. I really do. I, I and the other thing too is, I don't think people were pleased with the Adam Schefter report over the weekend where Schefter reported that he was going to be out two to four weeks potentially with these injuries that he suffered. So, um, you know, nothing. He didn't like it. I mean, does it, does it matter what people think it's, it's, he didn't like it. Right. Right. Yeah. Or I I don't think that that was received well at 76 Lugrosa Boulevard. So gotcha by miles in particular. Correct. I'm sure he wasn't thrilled. Well, I, I, I mean, I can look if I'm Miles Garrett, I would be uh, perturbed about that too. I wouldn't so, have any problem with him being mad about it. Yeah, I, I just think that uh, you know, good sign, and uh, if he is able to do uh, more and more as the week goes on, I would not be surprised to see him on the field. He might not be able to play the same number of snaps that mm-hmm. he would normally play, but I'm just saying, don't be surprised if Miles Garrett. Uh, does in fact play against the Chargers? Um, Jadavian Clowney, what do you think about him? <sighs> Until I see Jadavian Clowney on a field, I'm yeah, no, uh, I, I'm not optimistic. Um, he didn't practice Wednesday, we'll see about Thursday, Friday. 
Kevin Stefanski keeps saying he's close. Now, I remember some injuries where Kevin Stefanski would say guys are close, and then like six weeks later, he's still saying guys are close. So uh, it is a positive, like they haven't put him on injured reserve. And but hindsight being 2020, if he doesn't play this week, I think it's a it's a pretty big roster blunder that they didn't put him on injured reserve because now he's missed three games. Good point. Good point. Right. Yeah. So um, we'll see. Like, again, have to go by what Stefanski says because we don't see him out there. He's getting rehab uh, inside on that ankle. Um I don't believe he's in the walking boot anymore. The last time I happened to see him, which was like literally for four seconds, he did not have a walking boot on. Uh, so that's, I guess, good news. But yeah, Kevin Stefanski keeps saying close. I don't think he's close until I see him practice. That's just how I feel about the Jadavian Clowney situation. All right, how about Greedy coming back this week? What does it mean? What does it mean that he's back? Uh, reinforcements have arrived. <laughs> well, they need them. I mean, that's, right. I think that's a good point. I mean, they do. Uh, I mean, he is kind of back at a good time. Uh, for sure, man. Uh, like I said, we playing these passing teams, and you know, you definitely want to be out there against you no know, passing teams, and uh, especially going against a quarterback. But they is first in the league and um, passing yards, some explosive. So you definitely want to play against that. Yeah. So his. I like that attitude. His timing could not uh, be better. Unfortunately for him, though, someone asked him about being jinxed today with injury. Really? Uh, Yeah. Uh, And he looked, I mean, he missed a couple of games as a rookie with a hamstring injury. His sophomore season got wiped out by the shoulder injury. He missed one game last year because of a shoulder. And then obviously the first four games uh, because of another hamstring injury. So you know, he, the J word, the jinx word came up when he was asked, and this was his response. Do I think the injury jinx? I wouldn't call it jinx. I just say it's another chapter in the book, man, you know, just to come back and be better and, uh, you know, prove again what I can do. Now, as he said good that. For, hey, I got to say good for him because that might have irritated me if it was right. if I was a player. A hundred percent. But, but again, I mean, it's – from a mental standpoint, when you're going through injury after injury after injury, it can be mentally taxing. Sure. And someone did ask, well, okay, well, did you ever, you know, you know, how, how do you deal with all that? And uh, he offered these thoughts. I mean, it's kind of hard, you know, just, you just sit down and just thinking like, why does, you know, it keep happening to me? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, just, like I said, I just came in gratitude with it, you know, just, you know, realize this is what it is and, you know, my uh, uh, medical staff, they great. So uh, they, you know, uplift me as well. By the way. I'm a fan. I'm, I'm a fan for him saying that, by the way. 100%. Now that I'm in my mid-40s, my one of my favorite go-tos is, it is what it is. <laughs> I don't. I, um, hey, Gerald, yeah, I'm glad he. I'm. I'm just glad he handled that the way it is. And you know why? You root for guys like that. You're like, yeah. hey, man, I was down. I didn't know what. You know, I'm wondering why this stuff keeps happening to me. I don't want it to happen to me. I want to yeah, play. Yeah. I love football, but I'm gonna keep working through it. I'm good. And you know, when it's all said and done, uh, I'm gonna show you what I got. And I really hey, want to show you. Browns gave up 14 points in 90 seconds. Your thoughts? It is what it is. Hey, how about them running 15 straight times and they gave up 172 yards? It is what it is. Ah, oh, D. 
Hey, they can't score touchdowns inside the five. It is what it is. Daryl, they have a chance on Sunday. I think they do. Yeah. I, I know this. yeah. I mean, look, I mean, J- Justin Herbert's tough, right? Right. He is. And the reason why, JJ3. I mean, he has all the physical traits of a, of a great quarterback. I said this before, like, you just look look at him behind the center. He's like 6'9", behind the center, and uh, he's just a big arm, physical guy. Um, but I think, you know, his coaches put him in a good position to make plays. Like, they're not going to ask of him something that he can't do. He's just been taking advantage of it. But um, like I said, I think it's just his physical presence has helped him out a lot. That's like the, the – here, here's Grant Delpit, same thing, almost verbatim. I mean, he's tall, like 6'6", six, six, uh, giant quarterback, got a you know, big arm on him, uh, makes the right decisions, you know, checks the, checks the ball down when he needs to. So, you know, he's got it all, man. He's a good quarterback. Can't take it from him. That's a good challenge for us. So, if Miles Garrett plays on, on Sunday, I do have a request. So Okay. If he plays and he gets a sack of Justin Herbert, I think he needs to to straighten out. We got one guy saying he's six six, another guy saying he's six nine. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, you know these guys talk, right? So as Miles is driving him into the ground, be like, "Hey, dude, how tall are you anyway?" Oh, I just want to know how big the tree I'm planting is. Uh, it doesn't hurt that he's got Mike Williams as a wide receiver. He's got Gerald Everett as a tight end. who has been playing great this uh, Austin Elker. I mean, yeah, Keenan Allen's only played one game this season. I mean, they've they've got some guns that he can throw to. Completing sixty-seven percent of your passes, good. Yeah, and you got guys that can catch the ball. TD to interception ratio is that any good? Uh, let me check. Uh, yeah, but you know what? Our quarterback only throws interceptions inside the last minute of the game. So, if there was a stat. <laughs> If there was a stat for quarterbacks that don't throw interceptions outside of the last minute of the game, he'd be number one. Uh, I like Jacoby Brissett. Please don't. I'm not digging him. I just, I, I they just, I just think they're putting him in a bad position at the end of the game to do that. You have coaches are. Oh, I got to put my guys in a winning position. Well, you're not. First time you did it, you were trying to force the ball down the field with 22 seconds. This time was a little different. If they, I, was, again, why not just run the ball up to the field goal line and go? I mean, they were probably in field goal distance anyway. They weren't that close until the sack. I'm still mad about the Falcons game. I got to let it go, Daryl. I got to let it go. Tell me I got to let it go. No, there's no such thing. You're a Browns fan. You can't let it go. I get it. I mean, I've let it go. I'm I'm over it. It is what it is. Like, yeah. you know, Thanks, that's, man. it is that's what it wisdom. is. That's that's that that I think you need to incorporate that into your routine. It is what it is. Like, All I think right. that that'll be a nice calming therapeutic thing for you. Uh, as a you know as a browns fan but i mean they they just they gotta show up in the fourth quarter that's what this comes down to and i just jacoby Brissett is doing an outstanding job they don't have a quarterback problem i, I don't think they do either i agree with you said it they on don't. your show like if jacoby Brissett was was qbing this team last year instead of a one-winged baker mayfield this team's making this this team made the playoffs last year like he's been that good right uh, has he been great no has he made a couple of, sure but yeah i mean he's not the problem the problem is some poor coaching combined with the defense just completely falling apart in the in those final 15 minutes so if they can uh you know if if the coaching can be a little better and if the defense can be a little better maybe they'll be able to hang with some of these teams but i i just that's that's why the three and one 
and 4-0 was so important so that you had a cushion. You built in a margin for error. The scheduling gods, the football gods, smiled upon you for the first four weeks of the season. You had a chance to beat Baker Mayfield. Uh, you had a chance to beat Mitchell Trubisky. Check and check. Joe Flacco. But you Marcus you didn't Mariota. beat Joe Flacco, and you didn't beat Marcus Mariota, and now you've got to you got to face the law firm of Herbert, Lamar Jackson, Joe, Joe Burrow. Burrow, Tom Brady, Tua. Like I just, it, it's going to be a tough seven weeks. Oh, by ends. the way, uh, Buffalo's in there too. It yeah. Oh yeah, Josh Allen. Forgot about him. Yeah, maybe the MVP. <sighs> Sorry, bro. It All right, so is- let me. I, I, what it is. I hear you. Okay, so here's my here's my deal. I have one last question. I actually have two last questions for you, and you have less than a minute to answer that because we're on a fictitious clock here. We want to get the show over with. Ready? One, the Browns will win or lose on Sunday. Why you got to do this to me? The Browns will win or lose on Sunday. I'm not even asking for a score. They will lose. I'm going to go with the Browns are going to win. This is one of those games where you think they were going to lose. I think they win. Okay, I'm just. I mean, optimistic. the Chargers do have to come east, and you know it is a, a you know. Yeah. Okay, that's okay. I'm not. I don't think you're negative. And the other question is, will the Guardians? Oh, Scott, is it a one o'clock kickoff? This yes, is it's a one o'clock kickoff. Yeah. Well, can I? Go yeah. ahead. I'll give you more time. Yeah, it's basically a 10 a.m. kickoff for the Chargers. That's right, man. They're still in bed. They're not used to playing this early. <laughs> They're at the stadium by then. What do you? I, 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 no one can see the look you're giving me right now. I'm just. Yeah, you're it makes right. a difference, I'm, you think? I'm, I am agreeing with you. I'm, oh, okay, I'm second-guessing my prediction. that. It, oh, that wow. I, do you want to think back? You want to try it again? I'm going to ask you again? No, no. Let me hit the I'm rewind gonna, button. I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm not going to be a politician here. Okay. Um, But there are – that's, I think, a major factor. When we cut our next podcast on Sunday night, the which Guardians – Which talking you off of? Which one? Come on now. Come on now. I'll give you your choice. Okay. All right. What were we going to ask? I'm sorry. No, uh, the Guardians will be playing the Yankees after yes. that. We will know the Guardians-Yankees series will be set on Sunday night if we are talking next time. Yeah. You like I, the Guardians. I, it, it, Guardians in three. Guardians in three. Quantrill yes. comes through in the in the clutch. They will, uh, they will split the first two and really? win on Sunday. Extra innings? No. Remember, no runner at second base in extra innings in the playoffs. Hang on. I, I'm checking the forecast to see if maybe they, oh. the, theme, the theme of their baseball season will continue, and that is a rain delay. Sunny skies through next uh, up until next Wednesday. Staff meteorologist Daryl Ryder. Daryl, let's say goodbye, please. It is what it is. There you have it. It's always game day in Cleveland. We'll talk to you on Sunday night after the Chargers game with a special post-game edition of It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. Thank you, Meredith Kane, our producer. He's Daryl. I'm Andy. We'll talk to you Sunday night.